Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the podcast that discusses getting unstuck in the areas of faith, family, fitness, finances, and future possibility, in the hopes of inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm your host, Jerry Dugan, and in this episode, we're going to have kind of a bittersweet conversation with Brandon Cunningham. Brandon, you may know, is one of the founders of this show, and he's been around since day one. In fact, he's the one who essentially assembled the Avengers, or assembled the Beyond the Rut team, with a vision, with a purpose, and we've been doing this show for over five and a half years, almost six years at the time of this recording. Now, sadly, but also in a good way, uh, Brandon is stepping down. He's hanging it up, retiring, and moving on to other seasons of life, and we're going to talk about that. It's not a bad thing. It just is. And uh, in doing this, we're going to honor Brandon with a conversation about why we started Beyond the Rut, what we hope it'll continue to do as I, your host, continue the tor- you know, carrying the torch. Uh, and we're also going to take a stroll down memory lane and talk about some of the guests that really stood out and influenced us and talk about how Brandon and I have changed and grown over the years. So we're happy to share this with you, this insight into who we are, uh, what makes us tick, why we started this show, and why the show must go on, even though Brandon is moving on to other seasons of his life. So sit back and relax, and uh, here we go. So we gathered here today, we're, we're playing with Facebook Live, probably for the first time ever, uh, and there's probably some irony to that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we're doing uh, episode 260, and uh yeah, I just wanted to kind of share with folks, like, why did we start Beyond the Rut back in 2015? Like, I remember it was, there was, I mean, for me, it was an excuse to have Schlotzkis on your dime. <laughs> yeah, um, and I was already podcasting, but you said you had an idea. I was seriously low key. I was worried you're going to pitch some multi level marketing at me because you were like, <laughs> I've got an opportunity I need to discuss with you. And I was like, you have to yeah, go yeah, home sure. and invest. <laughs> and then you're like, hey, don't worry, lunch is on me. I'm like, all right, I'll be there. <laughs> and then you like, pitched it's either going to cost me a lot or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, like, we're having lunch. We had Sean Albright show up and I was like, what's he doing here? Oh, he's getting lunch too. Okay, got it. <laughs> and uh, then you pitched an idea to us for a podcast and uh, tell us a little bit about what started that and what was like the, the drive behind that well the key to get almost anybody to at least meet with you is buy them food if you will provide food coffee something something that doesn't cost them a dime most people will listen to you even me uh, but <clears throat> i figured out a long time ago that to get a meeting and to set a goal and to come up with an idea was fairly easy for me. Where I really fell apart was the execution part. I've solved most of the world's problems in my 51 years, but I didn't actually do most of them. And so that's part of the reason the world's kind of where it is right now. Uh, so I got to thinking, who do I know that has the skill I need? And that's how you got there. Mm-hmm. And then who do I know that's a good writer? And that's how Sean got there. Yeah. But my goal with that really was – uh, me, I, I felt like I was in a rut and I couldn't quite put it into words, especially the way you and John could. And so that's where the, the idea was kind of birthed is how do we help other people if 
if I have fairly well access to people and I have some resources and an education and that kind of thing, and I can't get out of this rut, or at least I've convinced myself I couldn't, then I'm certain other people have. Yeah. So that's how we kind of got to talking. How can we help other people? And it really had been in our DNA for years of men's ministry and just friends and uh, different people we've come across. Our goal has always been to just kind of help our fellow man. Yeah. And uh, this was just a target at us, basically. It's yeah. like, hey, who's a bunch <laughs> of guys that really have it a little too safe and cushy, but are not really doing extraordinary things? So how do we do that? Yeah. And at the same time, as an associate pastor, you were having men come up to you and ask these same questions. Right. How do I get better in my career? How do I move forward in my career? I feel stuck. How do I heal my marriage? I feel like my wife doesn't love me. I feel like my kids don't know who I am. And that's frustrating. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, how do I connect more with God? You know, I, I just feel right. like he's, He's there, but how do I connect? And you're getting those questions over and over and over, and you're like, what if we can just record this? And it's really cool that, you know, at the same time, yeah, we're all going through our own ruts. So it's like, right. you know, here we are, broken people helping <laughs> other broken people. And we're like, what? How do we do that? So it does, it definitely forced me to grow and start walking that talk. I mean, I was already kind of striving to walk that talk, but. Now it's on podcasts and <laughs> right. recorded. And it's like, now you've you been said, saying it every week. <laughs> you had a guest on episode 25 who said, yep. and you know, it's now 260. How have you not applied any of that advice? Yeah. Like, You've got a good point. <laughs> Maybe get rid of the microphone and just wear the headphones. Just listen to what people are saying. Uh, and that, and that's kind of where we were. It's, it's, it put an accountability level on us that was, it was almost well, it was virtual, but it was real because you couldn't go out there and say, you know, you couldn't post on Facebook. I really hate my job. I've been in it for eight years and it's the worst <laughs> and my boss is this. And it's like, because that was exactly what we were preaching against. So yeah. if we weren't living it out, we would be the biggest hypocrites in the world. Oh, so. yeah, exactly. And then, of course, if our potential next you know, hiring managers out there watching this stuff. It's like, I don't want to hire that stinky attitude. That sucks. That guy sucks. So you get on Uh, podcast and talk about all this stuff, but then you don't do any of it. Okay. (laughs) Now we didn't just like have a lunch at Schlotsky's and then all of a sudden, bam, we're like publishing episodes (laughs) left and right. Uh, There was a bit of a process to get this there. And uh, I, I come across a lot of podcasters who go through this, but on a longer timeline than us. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what are some of the memories you have that stand out from the ramp-up process from that first launch, lunch to launch? Lunch Whoa, to launch. Look at that. Dot com. Dot com. Somebody already got it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Big Brother heard it. It's on my Amazon list now, I'm sure. Uh, I think for me – I may not have known this as much at the time, and we all know things about other people better than we know things about ourselves sometimes. Uh, I was one of these people that could could come up with the idea and start it easily. I could throw the party, and launch parties are kind of my thing, and I can open a thousand businesses. The difference with with this was I came with all this enthusiasm, but you and Sean were very methodical. Yeah. You wanted to ask a bunch of questions and, well, what about this and this and this and this, and we need to plan this out. I'm not great at that part. I'm like, no, I don't want to do it anymore in 24 hours, so we got to do it today or I'll be out. And uh, But we we have all been close enough that we could kind of push back on each other and say, what do we do here and there, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But it took a long time in my mind to get going. 
Yeah. Because we had all these ideas, we had all these plans, but we weren't pulling the trigger on it. And if I remember right, it took about eight months, maybe even a year to nine, nine months. Yeah, okay. we, we actually we could have had a baby. We had a baby. <laughs> yeah. Beyond the Rut is our baby. <laughs> that, very, very true. And it did seem like the length of the pregnancy was taking forever. Yeah. And uh, then we faced the second challenge was we actually had a uh, a, a podcast, but we were afraid to launch it because yes. we faced what we've talked about on the show probably every episode, if not every other episode, uh, that fear of it's not good enough yeah. and it won't it won't attract anybody. We won't be Joe Rogan by the end of the week, you know. <laughs> yeah. Even though, in all fairness, That's Joe Rogan realistic. wasn't a big deal whenever we started. So, uh, unrealistic expectations. Exactly. Right? You know, we have millions of downloads in the first episode absolutely. without any marketing whatsoever, just magically, boom. And I remember hitting that publish button and just thinking, you know, something was going to happen, you know, and it, it's kind of like New Year's Eve. Everybody gets really excited. You get your champagne and party favors and stuff and it's midnight. It's like, okay, big deal at 1201. It's still 1201, like every other place on the yeah. planet. And, and we didn't get thousands of downloads a second, you know, and you kind of have that picture in your yeah, head of that number going, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. But I, I, our, our goal, and we've said this consistently throughout, was never to become Joe Rogan yeah. or really change the world in any way. We wanted to change individuals because originally we started with the idea of, you know, all men are messed up and all men can use this. And then we realized women are – well, we didn't realize this. We knew it. Women were way smarter than we were. But some of the things they were overcoming, obviously, we didn't know anything about. Yeah. And and bringing them on and sharing that, we realized we were changing individuals. We weren't trying to change the masses. We were trying to change that individual that was going to, you know, write that book as a, you know, 12-year-old or whatever, you know, and change somebody's life. Or the 77-year-old that changed careers and went into what they've always loved and wanted yeah. to do because they're going to change the world. You know, that little girl is going to change the world, and that man's going to change the world. World. Yeah. And that's really what we wanted to do. We didn't want to be, you know, the greatest podcast on the planet. We wanted to water that seed that God had planted in you. And then you go tell that story. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long form content like podcast episodes or YouTube videos into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, Back to the show. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, in the time we've been doing the show, we had four podcasts become <laughs> 
podcast because they right. they heard our show. They're like, well, these two guys can do it. I can do it. <laughs> and, that really should have been our motto. <laughs> if, if we can do it, you can do it. Like we're like the cavemen of yeah. you know, podcasting. <laughs> you know, so easy that these two guys even, can do it. And uh, yeah, Geico, give us a call. And two of those shows actually are doing way better than we are. I think in terms of like the reach, you know, right. really honing in the message they want. And I'm not saying that of like jealousy, although I hate you guys over there at Revolve One and Llama Lounge. No, a, I love a you check guys. would not be uh, offensive at all. If you <laughs> send a check, over. I don't think they're making money either. But. Facebook <laughs> Pay or whatever that thing is, Venmo. <laughs> yeah, Venmo, Cash App. Uh, but you know, it's really cool to see that you know they saw us do it. They were like, "Well, let's ask some questions." So they asked us some questions. They they learned some technical stuff. They learned some process stuff, and then they just took off with it. And they they've connected with their audiences in their way, and to see them grow, like. Um, you know, I'm scrolling through Facebook and then I'll see a Revolve One ad pop up. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, that's, you know, that's, that's, uh, oh, oh, shoot. Garcia's first name. Why am I forgetting? Rudy. This? Rudy. Good night. Rudy. <laughs> and his sister, Crystal. Uh, but, you know, seeing them pop up on my Facebook page, but as a sponsored ad, I'm like, yep. no way. And then reading a news article later on and seeing them pop up in the news story as an ad, I'm like, this is so insane. They're following me. Right. Uh, and then just the the cross pollination that Llama Lounge has had oh, with yeah. with our show that you know we we're meeting the same people but separately and it's really mm-hmm. cool. It's like wait you know them? Yeah, we know them. How do you know them? And they're like, well, we served with this guy in the Air Force. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, uh, I met him at the podcast movement. And they're like, oh, cool. And then so and really, it's hard to be jealous of of any of those people because. You know, Scott and Joe and uh, Rudy and Crystal are all way more talented than we are. And we knew that. And we're not in competition with them because we were like, we want to take people that are a thousand times better than us at something and help them go achieve that. Yeah. You know, look at uh, Sarah. I mean, you know, Sarah McDaniel is just she's a force. She's the Martha Stewart of her generation. Yeah. Yeah. I said it. I coined that phrase. Uh, Martha, Sarah, give me a call. Uh, but watching that stuff, yeah. you know, for us, we're like parents, you know, this being our baby, it really is because for us, it's like we're watching them grow and go do their thing. And, and no one associated or, or any fan really of Llama Lounge or Revolve One or uh, anything Sarah's doing know about us maybe, but that's yeah. okay. We're totally okay with that because we see them changing other people's lives exactly. and that's what it's yeah. all about. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, you know, we were her very first podcast appearance yeah. ever and maybe her second, third and fourth podcast appearance. I think so. And now, I mean, she is like everywhere when it comes to, um, you know, podcasts and news appearances and so right. on. And, you know, one of the things about people like Sarah and, and Rudy and Crystal and all of them, and please, if I don't mention you, don't don't blame me. I'm just I have a terrible memory, but uh, blame him, though. Yeah, you can blame me. I'll just forget you blame me. So that's cool, too. But what's what's great about each one of those people is their story was what was needed. It, it wasn't us telling the story. It wasn't, you know, some sort of magical interview skills that we have. It was just somebody wanted to hear their story and needed to hear it. Who do we have some comments? Oh, yeah. Uh, my sister said something smart yet. Uh, not yet, no, but John, uh, Atkinson got on there and said, two good men. Um, my sister-in-law Roseanne said, notice me, Jerry. I'm a huge fan. Uh, she also follows my YouTube channel, which is nothing but hiking videos. I'm like, do you watch those just to fall asleep? It's just me walking in the woods talking random nonsense, but. 
people like it. Hey, there so, you go. Yeah. I know I hear it every once in a while because I'm not on Facebook anymore, but I hear it from uh, Renee will say, Jerry's out hiking again or hey, can't be. Yes, I am. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm planning one for July, Caprock Canyon State Park. They have Ooh. bison out there. You know, nice. Tatanka. <laughs> so, I'm going to dance with wolves or something. <laughs> Lieutenant Dunbar. I'm going to tell people my name is Lieutenant Dunbar and just be out there taking photos and stuff. So, <laughs> where was I going next? Okay, so, um, so it took us nine months to really birth this thing, and we oh, were, absolutely. yeah, we were hit with imposter syndrome. Like, is this, this isn't good oh, enough. Yeah. We had seven episodes recorded that we never ever published, <laughs> so we had to like start from scratch. And, and they're horrendous. And, they're, oh, they're bad. They're yeah, really, we, really bad. You can never hear them because I deleted them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's how bad they were. And eventually, though, like. I don't know if you had pressure from Renee, but I know I had pressure from Liv. Like, if you guys don't launch anything in the next few weeks, you all can't play together anymore. <laughs> right. And like, I, I, like I was a child and I was like, why? Yeah. And she's like, well, you guys go and meet up like two or three nights a week for, you know, months <laughs> and you are no further along than you were before. Like you, you right. take a step forward, you take a step back, step forward, step back. And then I realized, wait, we got something, guys. We just need a launch. We need to get to episode 20 anyway. Let's just launch and get those knocked out. And so I remember we did a soft launch. I'm doing that with air quotes because the soft launch was to make Sean feel comfortable. Uh, the launch was to make you happy because you wanted to launch nine months ago. And so the soft launch was never intended to be, if it works, great, we keep going. If it doesn't work, we pull it out mm-hmm. and then restructure it and go another nine months. It was like, no, we launch and it. I'm burning the ships behind us whether we want to or not. Right. So there was no pulling episodes and... Uh, and, and I'm really big on burning those ships now. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, and I'm going to keep one just in case. <laughs> yeah. And I remember I was publishing episode six. So we're now six weeks into this thing. And Sean wants me to go ahead and go back to episode one, pull it and rework the whole episode. And I'm like, no, we're, we're on episode seven now. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the editing for seven, eight, and nine. I'm not going back and wasting time on one. And he's like, why not? I thought we want this perfect. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. We did that episode seven, eight, and nine. <laughs> you know, like not episode one. You know, so like, if you're listening to this, you know we never achieved that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never went back. Never ever went back. And you had said something around that time that uh, I still quote to this day, and that was, you know, nobody goes back to perfect the iPhone one. Right. We're on like twelve or thirteen now. Mm-hmm. Like we just move forward with new model right. numbers. Like nobody's trying to revitalize the original iPhone and make that better. Exactly. And it's kind of the same thing. You, you just got to launch. Uh, somebody else says done is better than perfect. Absolutely. And I, I, I think those are some of the biggest things I've learned from doing this show. The people we've met uh, is done is better than perfect. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was it? Carrie Oberbrunner, another yep. referral from Sarah McDaniel, who mm-hmm. said um, action brings clarity. So it's right. not until you take that first step, you realize, oh, that plan did not work. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, we all face that the the only difference between you and everybody else is they moved forward you know if yeah. it's the guy you want to be or the the company you want to take over you got to move forward and and that's really what solidified it in my mind that it was never going to be good until we got those few out of the way yeah. and we didn't have any listeners anyway, you know, other yeah. than people we were kind of guilting into and manipulating into listening, like signing them up on their phone when they weren't looking yeah. and that kind of thing. Other than your wife, my sister-in-law, <laughs> my mom, exactly. and a few other folks. And, and some guy in Russia was always downloading it. I'm not sure that what me. that I was. was but. Changing up my IP addresses, the booster <laughs> stats. The <laughs> I don't know how I did it. It just 
And yeah. what's funny is I think we grew up with television and and things getting a lot of feedback initially. It's like, yeah. well, here's my new car or my new iPhone or whatever it is. And, oh, the world loves it or hates it. The difference in podcasting is you don't get a love or a hate. No, no, not right most away, no. people don't care. Yeah. <laughs> 99.9% of people don't care at all. And the ones that do probably love you. So they're not going to be too brutally honest. So our philosophy from day one has always been we're doing this for us. We're not doing it for the stats or the money yeah. or the fame. Although we weren't opposed to it, <laughs> we would have accepted the money. The key was we had to do it for us. And as long as we were doing that, we would keep doing it and we would still be doing, you know, a good thing. Yeah. And so if, if that's you for whatever reason, whatever thing you're about to start, if you're not doing it for you, don't do it. Go, go find another motivation because yeah. this is going to get hard. Because there were months there, you know, we, we went through the birth, we went through the launch and that was fun and we were posting on everything and, and you get all this hoopla for, you know, two, three months and then, life gets in the way you know as dave ramsey likes to say it you know you got to go do work stuff and kids stuff and you know all this kind of thing and you don't have as much enthusiasm plus there's none out there you know you score a touchdown and nobody's in the stands it's kind of hard to score it again because nobody really cheering you on and so we had to be self-motivated for that and that's what i love about people like sarah mcdaniel is she had no uh you know experience or knowledge in that area but she went out there and made it because she wanted to do it for her. Yeah. It wasn't to do anything else in the world and it worked out really good yeah. for her. I mean, she's got she's gotten famous just by showing yeah, off exactly. cottage renovations. You know, exactly. how, yeah, I mean I see those, I'm like, man, that is really cool. I'm like, mm. it must be nice. I'm like, wait a sec. No, she put like three or four years of work and investment oh, yeah. into that cottage renovation. Uh, and then just for her story alone, just that the metaphorical transformation. Like she's oh, yeah. remodeling a cabin. But she's also remodeling her life, her heart, her right. outlook on everything, and uh, just a great story. So in the years that we've been doing Beyond the Rut, uh, what would you say stands out to you the most as far as Beyond the Rut moments in recording or publishing or just interactions you've had out in the public with folks? I think uh, when when President Trump called in, that was a, a huge moment That for was me. an imposter. That was an impersonator. <laughs> but I choose to ignore the obvious. I wasn't even that good at it. Forward. I'm surprised you didn't pick up it was me. <laughs> I, th- I think, you know, there's there's been a ton of guests that I've really, really enjoyed uh, getting to know and hearing their stories and, and that kind of thing. I think, I don't, I don't know if one in particular, uh, but the one that stands out to me that I really enjoyed and I think just blew us away was Caney Bram. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and the uh, Mother's Day Out thing. Um, Caney is a force. She is just an amazing person. And we knew that, but she didn't quite know that or, or that's just not how she thinks. She's kind of got, you know, zero ego, uh, unlike some people, maybe me, uh, <laughs> but, uh, she it, it affected so many people we got so much feedback yeah. and it kept landing in the top pages and it's just like there were so many people that we had no earthly idea were even listening that wanted to talk to her and get connected to mother's day out and at first i kind of focused on that well everybody just loved Kaney and loved her story yeah and then it hit me one day that most of the people that are listening and getting things from us we don't know about we yeah, didn't exactly. talk to them. They they didn't tell us no yay or nay. We didn't get applause or tomatoes. We got nothing. But what we're saying is going out there and changing the world. So for me, that was kind of the big moment. Yeah, I felt like 
don't worry about where you're landing. Just go and and let let God use whatever you're doing in the way He wants to use yeah. it. Yeah, I think for me, one of the things that stand out is well, a couple of things. One is when we finally landed Jeff Coins on the yeah, show. Yeah, I was thinking of yeah. that too. We were <laughs> both fanboying out that. Heck day. yes, <laughs> we were. Uh, I mean, he he had to bail on us twice. Like we <laughs> scheduled him, and he twice, and he had to bail twice. The third time was a charm because again, Sarah McDaniel mm-hmm. knows the guy, yeah. and he's. He's promoting a new book, and he's like, whose show should I be on on Facebook? <laughs> and she comes in there and says, you need to be on Beyond the Rut with Brandon and Jerry. And then in all caps, you know those guys? <laughs> and I remember texting you like the screenshot. I'm like, Jeff's in trouble. Jeff's yep. in trouble. Check this out. Jeff's in trouble with Sarah. And I sent that to you. And then he was on the show, and I, I didn't care that he had canceled two times. I mean, he could have been busy. I mean, he could have been honest and had family things come up. and Or he might have blown us off. Or he might have blown and, us off. I don't know. I don't we care. We were okay with it. We were for like, yeah. 10 minutes, I got to geek out about Michael Crichton, our favorite Michael Crichton books yep. with Jeff Coins. Like, I forgot we were interviewing him for, like, the rut he had gotten through and right. how to help other people out of the rut that they faced that's similar to his. And, like, I didn't care about any of that. It was, <laughs> he's talking about how Sphere is his favorite Michael Crichton book. And I'm telling him how Eaters of the Dead, which became the movie <laughs> The 13th Warrior. And then we're talking about the, how, the conversion of his book to from from the adaptation from adaptation from text to video didn't always play out well but eaters of the dead was done really well and he's like yeah i need to check that one out and then you're like check it out and <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah we're, we're doing an interview here yeah. and then we switched gears and did that um some so that, of the shows have been completely selfish of yes. us and and that was definitely one because we were just like i can't believe this guy wants to talk to us and people that know us know that we don't really cut a lot of slack if you miss an appointment or something like that we don't we don't usually do that kind of stuff but we got off work, if I remember right, and it was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon when mm-hmm. we talked to him. One of the times we met up here at like 1 or 2 in the afternoon, he that's when he flaked too, right? Yeah. And yeah. Um, I say flaked. And Jeff, if you're watching this, it that's probably it. was. You know it. you blew us off. But he, he's gonna you're not you Rob Lowe. You can't blow, block <laughs> he's gonna, It's going to be you, uh, <laughs> Jeff, and Rob Lowe who block you on Twitter, and that's there it. There you go. <laughs> but it was, it was one of those moments where we thought, we were kind of validated, you know, by, and, and he is zero ego too. He's a super nice guy, but he was, it was like he was taking time out to, to just kind of give us a little bit of credibility in the podcasting world. Yeah. And, and that was huge for us. So yeah, that was time. cool. That was a big, big moment. And then, boost. uh, the other one that I thought was really cool was, uh, Disney and uh, oh Lee Cockrell Lee Cockrell yeah. oh my gosh I did his son Dan came on yep. and then Lee came on and it was just like it was almost to me like talking to Walt Disney you just yeah. felt like this is somebody that knew Disney when Disney wasn't anything it was nothing and uh he's he, the guy who opened Euro Disney yeah yeah and he he walked through Disney becoming what you know as Disney now you know back then it was just a little theme park and some movies you know and and he had such depth to his his history but for me, it was like he was so important and and so high up. You would never know that if you didn't know the backstory. Yeah. Because he cared so much about that girl that was taking tickets or that guy that was sweeping up the cigarette butt in the parking lot. He cared about 
everybody that worked for him. Yeah. That came through from him. Yeah. And what people don't know, because it happened after we stopped recording, <laughs> he stayed on for a good 20, 30 minutes and just chatted with us and poured into us and uh, encouraged us until his wife said it was time for him to go to bed. And this was and, like 9.30 at night, yeah. 10.30 his time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that still stands out and resonates with me yeah. to this day. And, and Jody Mayberry, the guy who produces and hosts right. Lee Cockrell's show, Creating Disney Magic, uh, he said that the same thing to me that, um, Lee Cockrell, the magic moments for Jody have been before and after they hit the record button and the stop button. So yeah, before absolutely. they hit record, it's just enriching. After they hit stop, very enriching. And for Jody, that has been the growth for him. And that's when I realized I am growing from this podcast. <laughs> you know, there are things I've learned, uh, you know, how to listen to folks, how to make them feel comfortable, how to uh, find out what really matters to them. But then connect it to, you know, our listeners and help them get a message and a lesson out of that. And uh, it, yeah, just to me that was the secret. We were we were talking to people. We weren't interviewing people. We weren't trying to use their name and their influence to benefit us. Although that was part of the equation, obviously. But we were just talking to people, and it was really interesting stories that we were interested in. Yeah. And and I know a few years back, you started just recording the whole thing. You wouldn't stop and start uh, because of Jody Mayberry. Yeah, and, and, and that was we for did. us. Yeah, we got <laughs> some just gold because there were so many times prior to that that we would go, oh, why weren't we recording that? Because we've had guests that were really kind of a dud on the interview part, and then once we finished, their personality came out, and we're like, uh, that should have been in the show, not yeah. this. Yeah. And when you think about television and, you know, especially all the news channels, they'll have somebody on that, you know, they've gotten a little quick summary of their book or their business or whatever. They'll ask three or four questions and then go. We never did that. We always got to know the person. We were oh, yeah. interested yeah. in the kids or the spouse or where they lived or all that kind of stuff. And every 20 to 35 minute podcast you heard, we spent at least an hour talking to people. If anything, we spent a little bit more than that because there were times when we had to go, I'm, I hate this, but we got to go. We got another one coming up. Yeah. And, and those were just the best moments because we got to just get to know people's lives. And then there were a couple that uh, they would uh, – you coined a term. I can't remember it now, but the, like their podcast voice would come on. We oh, would have a yeah. great conversation for like five, ten minutes, and then you would go, three, two, one, action, and they're like, hello, my name is Joe. And like, yes. You're like, that is, is that? not the guy we were talking to 30 seconds <laughs> <Yeah>. ago. <laughs> and the personality would completely change. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's terrible. Like, and then there were other people and that I we remember had a that interview. conversation. It was, it was a dud. Like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is boring. Let's cut this out. <laughs> exactly. And as soon as we stopped recording, the guy was back to normal again. I'm like, oh man, what'd you guys think? Was that good? Was it good? We're like, where'd you go? <laughs> and, and that really speaks to our podcast. That speaks to what we were trying to do yeah. is give you real people. We didn't want the polished uh, political operatives or whatever they are. We wanted just good people with good stories. And uh, we wanted to hear things ourselves. And you got to share in that if you were following us along. We never really thought we were experts. Everybody was always you know, open to ask us questions. And of course you were way more um, active on the different groups and stuff, but you would copy paste or screenshot something to me. And it's just like the generosity of the podcast community 
and and whatever story you want to tell maybe your story is about dungeons and dragons you know your your demographics a little small but tell the story yeah. get out there and do it yeah it's going to inspire somebody out there somewhere to say hey i'm going through the same thing yeah that's how you got through it that's what i was about to do but i wasn't sure if that was going to work but it worked for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. And that's that's how change happens. It's like, hey, that idea yeah. might work. I'm going to try it. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody has to do that. Yeah. And like you said, if those guys can do it, really anybody can do it. Because yeah. there's zero special skill or experience here. Yeah. We just ask a bunch of questions. <laughs> when it didn't listen. work, yeah. we're like, hey, we tried to upload a podcast. How do you do that? Well, you got to go to this thing and that thing. And and sometimes we make huge mistakes you know it's like oh none of our podcasts are loading or our our feed would come down because yeah. i didn't pay a bill or we didn't pay attention to an email <laughs> sometimes or something, you sometimes know? And it's like that'll happen 100 yeah. percent, that will happen uh, yeah exactly it, it's i guess to, to bring this home though i mean we've we got a little bit of a change happening so five and a half years ago when we started this it was three guys i mean obviously it, it became two guys and some things have come up now that weren't around five and a half years ago. Uh, you know, I had to move to Dallas and, you know, it's been a very big eye opener, a lot of shifting around. That's starting to settle finally. Um, well, until four months from now, Liv is going to move up to Dallas too. And now we got to find a new home that fits both of us. Yep. So it, it's going to be some more shifting around. Plus we added three kittens to the, the mix. So. And baby girl graduates from high school. Yeah. My and baby girl is like 18 now. Yeah. So, that's just wrong. Um, Stop doing that. I know. Jeez. <laughs> and we're doing something backwards. Usually like the parents stay in town and the kids <laughs> leave you behind. Uh, we're doing the opposite. Kids are staying in town. We're taking off, <laughs> which is genius. I did it the other way, and I'm telling you. So we're selling everything, even the kids. No, we're not selling the kids. But um, so everybody you, knows you have the ability to pack out fairly lightly and quickly. So I do have that ability, yes. And I'll eat dehydrated food like you <laughs> exactly. wouldn't believe. Um, so your duties at your church, Grace Community Church, have grown over the last oh, five years. Good. So you were like just kind of the guy helping Pastor Jesse. Now you're doing a good chunk of the sermons. You're doing the online courses. You're leading wedding, officiating weddings, <laughs> weddings, weddings, weddings. I do some weddings, not as many as Sp- I used like to. Like Spider-Man impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm available for parties. <laughs> Indoor only. Why it's does too Spider-Man hot. have a beard? Yeah. <laughs> he has a gut. He didn't have it in the yeah. movie. He's walking kind of slow for Spider-Man. <laughs> he swing from building to building. Give me a ladder. Oh, gosh. Um, so your duties at at the church as a pastor have grown over the years, and then something you have now that you didn't have five and a half years ago. Uh, five grandchildren. I have four and a half. Four and a half. The fifth one is due here in about three to four weeks, I think. Something like that. So So I guess four and three quarters. Seasons of life change (laughs) and, you know, it starts to come down to like, you know, when you look at everything on your plate, you know, we've talked about this a number of times, like when you have too many things on your plate, you don't really do any of them well. And, uh, so we had a discussion and we realized it was time for a change, a shift. And uh, do you want to share folks what that shift (laughs) is? I'm just, no, I want to see how long it takes you to lead up to it. Uh, That was it. That was, uh, I was trying to keep it to a minute or less. I think I got five in there. So (laughs) what's, what's great about our lives and, and especially my life is, I, a few years ago, got real uh, above my life view kind of of it. I, I started looking at the whole. Yeah. And I, I think for a lot of us, we try to take out bad things. Like I'm going to quit smoking or drinking or, you know, eating bad food or whatever it is. 
I don't really try to do that. I try to make sure that I'm so only drink more, smoke more, just drink more, smoke <laughs> more, eat bad. Totally kidding. He doesn't do those things. <laughs> I try to, I try to just focus my time on the things I'm really good at. Yeah. And the things that bring the most value. I can do other things, but I don't want to do 10 things okay. I'd like to do a couple of things really well. And I'm also not afraid of change. So that being said, you know, I guess we're putting up, I'm putting up for adoption our five and a half year old baby now. No, not really. That's probably a bad analogy. Well, but, I adopted it. So. <laughs> you adopted it. Yeah. We're, we're not getting a divorce. I am going to move on to uh, more church focus and uh, family focus because that's just kind of what's needed right now. But uh, you and I started this conversation, which seems like, you know, a year ago now. Yeah. I know it wasn't that long ago, but we've always kind of operated like that. Uh, we don't make really long range plans and we don't dwell on the past. We move forward. But most importantly, we've been brothers for close to 20 years. Almost. Now, yeah. You know? Jeez. Uh, like we didn't have gray hair back then. <laughs> exactly. And our kids were small and cute. They're unlike little. those now that are wanting to graduate and be 18. Yeah. Uh, so it, for us, it became necessary to figure this whole thing out. And, and, and for me, I didn't want to give most of it. A, a good shot i wanted to either be behind it or out of it because i didn't want to slow you down and i didn't want to slow down the message so uh most important highlights here are <laughs> from a long story is beyond the roots continuing you know jerry's got this and for those of you that say well brandon did all the talking most of the time that's true in every situation but uh, <laughs> that's just my nature uh, Jerry did all the work. I mean, most of this was even possible because of you, because we didn't have any of this knowledge. And, uh, you just dug into Google like crazy and, and Facebook associations and all this stuff and Jody Mayberry and people like that to just figure this thing out and, uh, made it possible. So you've allowed me to do something that I would have never thought was possible. That was a ton of fun. One of the biggest, uh, just great moments of my life, but also I've made incredible friendships, you know, getting to watch Llama Lounge and Revolve yeah. One and Sarah and Kaney and all of these people accomplish great things has been a huge thrill to me. So I'm not really leaving in the sense that I'm going anywhere. I'm going to be right here, uh, but we're not going to co-host uh, yeah. Beyond the Rut. Uh, Jerry's going to do it and he's going to do a phenomenal job. And of course, I'm going to be right here cheering as loud as I possibly can, as I always have been. But part of this, uh, kind of came about from my wanting to pull back from social media and, and all of the information that was coming at me. As most of you probably know, the election kind of went a little crazy, wacky, uh, really the last 10 years in this country has been kind of wacky, but uh, I just realized I was paying too much attention to it. And um, I'd, I'd see a thing from time to time that says, you know, you, you don't have to attend every argument you're invited to, um, which is one of those things you're really good at, because I know for sure I've sent messages that you're like, it sounds like bait. That's not a real fish. That's a fake fish. And he's trying to hook me into that. I'm not bait. going. I bet you the article has nothing to do with the title. <laughs> exactly. So I, I've just pulled back from a lot of that. And I still listen and I still love to hear the stories and, and, and always will. But um, I think it, it was just time for us to go to that next level, that next season or whatever it was doesn't change our friendship although mm -hmm. you're moving to dallas and yes yeah, i no that. longer like your daughter because she's 18 but i don't <laughs> like mine either she's 20 
<laughs> Our baby uh, girls, man. Go too fast. Stop doing that. Little. But we're still, uh, you know, our, our, uh, spouses are close we're close we're we're gonna stay all of that and you know the thing for me i like to look at it as six years ago this wasn't a thing six years from now who knows where we'll be and what we'll be doing we may be on to the next thing uh if joe rogan calls we might join him who knows maybe i'm gonna at least steal his microphones when he's not looking so <laughs> exactly. those are expensive just take his studio the one he's throwing away you know the yeah. one he's all the stuff he's throwing away we'll just come pick up yeah. no big deal hey what is that over there snatch <laughs> for me that's what i want all of you listening or, or paying attention that to i'm gonna this. steal joe rogan's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just remember that one thing we didn't know what we were doing we gave it a shot yeah and we're going to continue to do things like that, you know, with camping and hiking and jobs and church and relationships. We're going to continue to do that. Yeah. You can't wait until you know to do it. Otherwise, you'll never do it. Yeah. And and that rut looks different for a lot of people. And we can't think that what we're going through is the same as somebody else. And I love just listening to other people's stories about that. And yeah. that's given me the confidence to go out there and get out of this rut of a successful podcast that's easy for me to do that I enjoy and and go do something different. Go go do something new. Yeah. There's something that you've done over the years that I've noticed that I've been gradually adopting into my own way of doing things. And that's just your ability to meet somebody new and hold a conversation with them. And sometimes you say the most outlandish things. Like <laughs> you just go back to any of our episodes where we've co-hosted together, and you'll you'll hear him ask like random stuff. Like, so what made you decide to write a book? Like, what, what made you think you had the gall or the ability to write and publish a book? And to hear that author say, "Well, I'd already published thirty-five. Yeah. <laughs> you're like the first thirty-four were a pretty good indication I could do this. And then to have the author burn you back, and then all of a sudden, like it's like this really cool deep conversation that was built off of this vulnerability that wasn't. Yeah there like um and so bringing that into the conversations uh because we actually you you're all seeing this live on facebook on may something may 22nd you're going to hear this episode somewhere between now and may 31st but we had this discussion discussion back in like march and you know the decision was made back in march of 2021 and so i was like uh, no this is live we're doing this right now (laughs) we're doing it now so we're doing this transition now but we actually had the conversation back in march uh and we've been doing the transition all this time but this is where we're like okay we've run out of brandon and jerry episodes (laughs) so we now got to explain because there's a a small core group of people who know that we've made the decision Mm -hmm. and i don't know if it's happened to you but it's happened to me where they're they're like hey i thought brandon stepped down i just heard him (laughs) on the show i'm like you do realize we record Ten weeks in advance. Nope. <laughs> so, no one, no one knew it. You're listening to November episodes and December episodes yep. right now in April, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> we're like, "That's how television and radio work sometimes. Like, it's yeah. not live all all the time." You know, we've recorded these conversations months in the past, and they're they're good. So, I mean, yep. I listen to them all. And I'm like, we can't throw these out. You, you mind right. if I throw them out there anyway? And you're like, "Yeah, sure." And then. Um, so I think we got like one more where we talk with Cynthia Cummins and right. uh, the, the realtor out of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's, then it's this one. And yep. then that's it. We transition into, uh, you know, Jerry at the beyond at the, the Brandon and I'm a little nervous <laughs> about it. Cause it's like, I don't have a Brandon to hide behind anymore. It's like, I got to pay attention to the conversations yep. all the time. You know, ADHD is going to be a challenge here. It's like, mm-hmm. 
do, 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 do. Oh, shoot. The guy's still talking. All right. Yes. All right. Cool. And then my responses have to be on topic because I've noticed that over the years. Like, you guys, <laughs> you and the guests will have this conversation. I'll come in and it's something y'all talked about like 20 minutes ago. Right. But I, I'm still on it. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I didn't realize the conversation kept going without me. Or I'll jump ahead to a n- totally different topic. And you're like, no, we're still talking about this other thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why do I do that? And so, anyway. And, and I would say that too to anybody wanting to start a podcast. Be, do, if you're going to co host it with somebody, make sure it's somebody you like, somebody you want to hang out with. Yeah. Cause you need that. And that's going to come across. You know, and you hear a lot of that in the Llama Lounge and uh, Revolve One and stuff. If if you wouldn't normally hang out with that person, then it's probably going to be a tough fit. Yeah. Especially if you're like, well, you're left and I'm right or whatever, you know, or you're this and I'm that. That might be a different dynamic, but mostly <laughs> you you spend a whole lot of time with this person, yeah. you know, talking, making decisions. Because what some people don't know, especially our wives, but this is a business. You know, you have to make financial decisions sometimes. Now, granted, we're not making huge ones yet, but, uh, you know, just paying for things and, you know, should we go with this program or that program? Yeah. There's, there's decisions that have to be made. And yeah. you don't want to be the one that runs over the other person and – you don't want to be the one that doesn't listen to the other person if they have yeah. good advice. Yeah, it's true. Um, any final words before we sign off? Yes. There you go. There In you have America it. today, there is a <laughs> pandemic. A pandemic of hotel room televisions that are hard to put on closed captioning for those of us who like closed captioning in a hotel. I recently found this. In your hotels, Marriott, and I'm coming for you. We should call it Lee Cockerell. He's got some connections with <laughs> there Marriott. There you go. So, so uh, join me on YouTube on my old man rants. Yes. As I go through hotel room televisions, uh, elevators, another pet peeve of mine. Yeah. And then if somebody asks you, what's your recording schedule? Whenever I feel like it. <laughs> Whenever I feel like it. An old man. Do what I, I want will, when I want. <laughs> I will publish an episode every day that I publish an episode. Bingo. There you go. Subscribe <laughs> now. Right above my head. You, ever, you watch YouTube videos where they go, you yeah. can click on this link. And I'm how do you do that? Yeah. I want to be able to do that. I think it's in the, uh, anyway, that's what this episode's about. <laughs> yeah. Man, well, Watch awesome. a YouTube tutorial on that one. I don't know how to do it. Awesome. Well, thanks for, you know, one, being on for this transition episode Woo-hoo. for our listeners, uh, but also really thank you for that lunch at Schlotsky's five and a half years ago because <laughs> uh, it, it really helped hone in, you know, what had been on my heart to help put out there for, for mm-hmm. the world to hear and uh, help me grow. And I'm excited to see where this goes from here over the next few years as well. Um, it's kind of neat, you know, sticking this out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like people are calling me the OG of podcasting. Like, there you go. I'm not that old. I'm you not know? that old. <laughs> you started as a wee lad. <laughs> started on a Samsung Galaxy S5. We'll have uh, to add that to the book. Just the, the process. You know, when you really look at it, the things you were doing prior to that meeting we're training you as to what you needed to do, what questions you needed to ask yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. uh, and then all of this has just been one cool ride. So. It has. <laughs> so has. Awesome. All right. Here we go. We're signing off for those who are on right now, all three of you. Thank you so much. John O, if you're still watching, uh, it's not the final episode of Beyond the Rut. Um, <laughs> it's just the final one with Brandon and I. I'm not going to cry. Man. It's Shut an, up. I'm not crying. You're crying. It's another one. <laughs> pollen's uh, really bad in this class. Ah, oh, jeez. Did I mention the giraffe? <laughs> the giraffe. And I'm the bring G. this home to Nicholas. The number one. All right. Signing us off before you just going to watch an hour of us 
picking up random things. Get oh, off Facebook. Oh, I got a phone. <laughs> I got a sticker on my phone. Oh, the camera's up there. All right. <laughs> We're signing off now. Thank you guys so much, and uh, we'll keep these episodes going. Gig them. Be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 260. There you'll find links to some of the resources we talked about in this episode, as well as the episodes we talked about as we strolled down that memory lane. Uh, We've just been so grateful for the support you've given us over the years, the downloads, the listens, the sharing of these episodes, even the feedback where you let us know how one of our episodes have impacted you. That always takes us by surprise and has taken us by surprise. Because we don't always know who we're impacting with these episodes. And then out of the blue, your email comes to us, or your tweet comes to us, or an interaction on Facebook. And then we realize people are out there listening. People do need the content that we're sharing. We need to keep going with that. So that's why we're doing that. Now, I'm glad that you joined us this week. And the best way you can pay us back is to pay us forward. So continue to share us with that friend, that family member, that coworker, or that neighbor across the street. Because... Again, as we don't know who's going to be impacted by these shows, you also don't really know who's going to be impacted by these shows. All you can do is really just share it and leave it up to the other person. And that's what we've done over these years. We're going to keep doing that. Well, I'm going to keep doing that, but with you. So we're the we. There we go. Now, I'm also glad you joined me this week and look forward to joining you again next week. But until then, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. Share to pages groups. Uh, that that just sounds like I'm gonna get us in trouble. I'm that guy on Zoom that's like, can you hear me? I'm like, no. <laughs> that, that five to seven seconds afterwards is just the best. <laughs> oh, let me try this here. Nice, nice. <laughs> what about now? Nope. You're looking at now now. <laughs> what happened to then? Just missed it. When? <laughs> just now. When will then be now? Soon. Gosh. <laughs> Almost six years, and I still quote that darn movie. So, all right, I hit record on the P4. Uh, <laughs> that's on the P4. <laughs> Why does it sound all bad? you losers out there using the P3? You got to go to the P4. I think Zoom skipped P's <laughs> one through three, and they just went to the pod track P4. And you're like, you know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself. I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.